I'm Cathy Van Royen from Chatty Cathy. The world has changed since I've started these podcasts. Normal looks different. And it sounds different. Now more than ever, stories are waiting to be told. And I'm here to share them with you. Peter Darrell is a successful businessman, mentor, athlete, with 50 years of extraordinary running, he has many stories to share. He's passionate about helping others, and now, in this time of uncertainty, he poses the challenge, why live by default when you can live by design? Peter, yet another Tuesday, yet another podcast, and here we are sitting in lockdown week number, coming up for week number six. How are you coping? How you, what are you doing? Uh, no, it's, it's wonderful. Um... I must say that I do miss the races. I miss getting out there and, and interacting with the people. But at the same time, because of technology, I haven't felt totally out of it. There have been some wonderful uh, comments on Facebook and the like uh, where folk are sharing, are sharing memories. And it's been nice going down memory lane. And I just thought that today we'll... We'll do a little bit of a history lesson. Um, on Saturday, it should have been the Jackie Meckler Marathon. Uh, and I say the Jackie Meckler Marathon. It was a Jackie Meckler race. Um, I first, first ran the race in 1984. Um, I should have checked to see when the race was run for the first time. Yeah. But in, in those days, all the races in Pretoria were organized by the Northern Transvaal Marathon Runners Association, which has okay. today been morphed into Gauteng North Athletics. Um, and then whilst I was actually living in Pretoria, I remember going along to an annual general meeting of the Northern Transvaal Marathon Runners Association and yeah. discussing one of their races and what would happen, the, the provincial body would ask for volunteers. And it was along the lines of you know, everybody volunteered, but it was a case of everybody thought that somebody would be doing the, the duties and it wound up that nobody was doing them. And the organization of the Pretoria races left a lot to be desired. No, I remember... Okay talking about the Capital Classic uh, and comparing it to the Rockies run. And it was just that Rockies was organized by a specific club and they had a specific organizing, organizing committee and they had the volunteers. Whereas in the Pretoria race, it was, well, this club would do that and that club would do the next thing, but nothing really got done. And they wow. then allocated the actual races to a specific club and the Jackie Meckler was taken over by Defence Force and at the same time there was some sort of financial agreement where the profits from the from the races would go to the provincial authority and not just to the clubs but oh, it wow. meant that folk were taking over responsibility. Now the Jackie Meckler in those days was run from the Linwood driving <laughs> As were a number of, of the other Pretoria races, um, 
the George Clarkson was also run from the Linwood Drive-In. And they did an out and back route where the, the Linwood Drive-In was outside of town. It was in the country. When you okay. look at it where it is today, you're horrified because Pretoria extends way past that. Yeah. And, uh, and so the Jackie Meckler started there and folk will tell stories of, of going there to, and they'd camp the night, they'd watch the movie on the, on the Friday night um, wow. and then they would just sleep in their cars and get up at six o'clock the next morning for a run. And there were lots of stories like that. But it did a circular route, a circular route uh, going out towards Broncos Plate and then coming back. It was also yeah. a 56K race. And I remember in 1984, I fancied, I fancied my chances for a silver medal at Comrades. And uh, I decided I needed a long training run. So my long training run started from running from home to the start of the race. Wow. Then running 56 Ks. Oh my word. And then, and then running home. <laughs> and it was a case of it in running home, I literally crashed and uh, and uh, picked up I, th I think it was serious case of shin splints and that was oh. the end of my training and I totally burnt myself out. Um, so you didn't get your silver that year? I never got my silver and in fact uh, <laughs> I was very lucky to break nine hours that year as a result of that but but I'd, I'd run the I'd run the Jackie Meckler 56 k's I can't remember the exact time, but it was in, in something like sub sub five and a half hours. Uh, admittedly, the Jackie Meckler was a lot flatter than Comrades, but I was certainly running at the right right pace. Um, but it was also a race that left a lot to be desired because the tables were, were not up to, up to scratch. But anyhow, Defence Force said they would take it over, but to take it over, they would move it to Defence Quarters headquarters, um, which was the sports field in what was then called Voortrekker Hoogte. Okay. And it, they then reduced it from a 56k run to a 50k run. And it was basically a, a close to an out and back course, running towards Joburg and then coming back. Mm -hmm. Now, in those days, they used to run the Stock Exchange Marathon, which was between, between Joburg and Pretoria. And the Stock Exchange Marathon was, was 50 Ks. Okay. And they used to alternate. One year they'd run from Joburg to Pretoria. And then the next year they would run from Pretoria to Joburg. And that was an interesting exercise to compare, to compare the two runs. Yeah. The, the venues changed on that run, changed a few times, but eventually because of parking and the, the facilities, they moved that to, to finish at Voortrekkerhoogte at the big sports stadium. Okay. So the Jackie Meckler was very similar in, in, in some ways. Part of it ran over the same course. As, as the old uh, Stock Exchange Stroke uh, city, city Marathon. 
and and was was a lovely event. But um, then we then we then we had the changes, and eventually they they introduced a twenty five k. So it was you had a choice of a fifty and a twenty five. Then it was a fifty, twenty five, and ten. And and eventually they just because of the difficulties in organizing it was reduced mm -hmm. to a 25 stroke 10k race so uh, was it always sorry but it was it always supposed to be this past weekend so close because i mean in those days comrades was at the end of may so that's like a 50k three weeks before comrades well it it, it was and it, and it was regarded it was regarded as close to the perfect time for a long run okay um, that it was the first weekend in May, and the idea would be you'd have your you'd have your long run. Okay. If you check with some of the other clubs, the RAC they always had their long run on that first weekend uh, of May, so it gave you a month to recover. Okay. So it should have been okay. In my particular case, the mistake I made was not that I had a long run, mm. was that I. I ran the long run too hard. And okay. That was always was always was always the danger. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. So it was it was a perfect weekend from from that point of view. Um, okay. And yes, so it was it was a nice build up. Um, so it was a good race from that point of view. Okay. Um, and it was it was it was good training, uh, but it was also it was also. In, in those days, there was a lot of open space between Joburg and Pretoria. Yeah, much of yeah. it has now been built up and uh, hardly recognise it. Yeah. The other thing that I enjoyed about it was uh, was that it was a race around Voortrekker Hoogte, and um, I did my military training there. So, okay. uh, and there were lots of places along the run which I could relate to to my days in uniform and I used to love going back there and uh, recounting the stories of this was over there and that was and I remember this and I remember standing guard duty over there and this that and the next thing so it, it brought so, back all sorts of memories. Do you know if Jackie Meckler actually ran that race? Did he ever run his race? <laughs> I, I'm Don't going to suggest he probably never did. Okay. Um, that um, I I only met Jackie. Well, I no, I was going to say I only met him after I came back from East London. It was a few years later, um, and um, but he was he, once they'd moved to Fortrekker the Defence Force Club made a, made a big thing of, of Jackie that he would be there for the start of the race. Uh, he would be there for the prize giving right. and, and things like that. And, um, and uh, I then subsequently got to know him and I got to know him very well. And I used to enjoy the race that uh, I would see him before the race and I'd shake his hand. And then we'd, then we'd have a chat after the race and, and, and things like that. And then I remember a couple of years back, uh, I was looking forward to seeing him and catching up, and uh, he wasn't at the race, and I was I was a little surprised. 
And then that was the year that the late, great Tommy Malone passed away. Okay. And um, Jackie was supposed to be at the memorial service. And they made a point about it that he, that he hadn't pitched up. And I then made a few inquiries. And I discovered that Jackie had actually moved to Cape Town. And okay. it was just a bit too much to, yeah. to be coming up and down and, and so on. And, uh, and then I, a year later, he passed away quietly in his sleep. So such a sad occasion, yes. But uh, because he was, a one, he was a wonderful guy, Jackie. And uh, um, so it was, a, it was a great tribute to a wonderful man. So when I, when I think of the race, I think of the man. Yeah. I think of the history about the race. Uh, I think of my time in uniform. And uh, you, you do a stretch down alongside the fence separating um, the, the actual military base from Valhalla. And uh, many a night I would stand guard duty there. And I say many a night. Maybe it was half a dozen occasions or something like that, but it seemed to be many. Yeah, that's, because, that's because it's night time and the night stretches into long, 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 long hours when you're on guard duty, I'm sure. <laughs> and it's interesting, it's interesting to sort of think back to those times in a different life. And, uh, uh, yeah. and it was a very different life in those days when you, well, you get called up to go and do your military service. And, uh, well, much like now, I mean, it's a different life. That's why, we're, we're recalling races now um, that were only last year still happening. And because of the, the coronavirus and the COVID situation now, you know, they're not happening. So at least you've got the recollections and you've got the Facebook memories that pop up that jolt you about, about these things. So, so that we can reminisce. And now this is a new reality and we're doing it all on a podcast. So that's really cool. Really cool. I, I, when, I, when, I, when I sit there just thinking about those times, Thinking about these times, yes, and yeah, life's just a, a wonderful, a wonderful circle, isn't it? Yeah, great. And that just about comes us to the end of our circle of this time on this little podcast. And thank you for the, the reminder of the, the greats and the moments of, of the races gone and how, how they've evolved into, you know, what they were there were last year. Who knows what they're going to be next year? But for yes. now, it's really nice to hear the stories of your recollections. So thanks, Peter. Kathy, wonderful, lovely chatting, and I look forward to next week. Excellent. Thank you. Bye-bye.